And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Welcome to it. It is Chewing the Fat. This is the Friday edition. Fat Pile Friday. How are you? Man, we've got uh, the Fat Pile is uh, really fat today. So I'm going to try to get through it. Try to get through the headlines. Try to just make you aware of what's happening. And so you can just kind of take it easy for the weekend. For those of you listening live on the 28th of August, 2020. Uh, I start you off with a question that will probably go unanswered forever. It is an excellent question. It is something that we could do with the post office boxes that have been removed. We could put them back, not to put mail in. And I think, I feel like I've answered, I think I've said this before, because I know I talked about using the bins for drones and they're going to, you know, we figured out they'd probably be too low as we, as we work through the process, which is what we do. We work through processes here. We're trying, look, we're trying to, we're trying to get the world smarter, even on Fat Pile Friday. <laughs> so the question is, and I, I saw this question on social media yesterday, and I thought, well, I've asked that question before, and I don't believe I've even heard an answer yet. The question is, why are there no biohazard waste bins? For used masks and gloves, if this virus is so contagious and deadly? I know. It's a good question. Isn't it? Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, okay, this is a warning. Uh, We'll get you started thinking about what you're doing for your children. All right, the FDA warned of alcohol-based sanitizers being packaged and sold in containers that appear like food or drinks. <laughs> That's what you were worried about, right? I knew it. <laughs> and so did they. That's why they were warning everyone about it. So they're pushing for better hand hygiene. Of course, to curb the spread of the coronavirus in the United States, if you haven't heard, it's important to wash your hands 80,000 times a day. And you probably should have heard that because that's all we were told in the first three months of this battle with COVID-19. And we continue to hear it as the time pushes on. But they found that many hand sanitizers look like beer cans, children's food pouches, water bottles, juice bottles, and vodka bottles. And they say that if you think that that's something that you should drink, you're an idiot. No, they didn't say that. I said that. (laughs) Uh, Some of them were being sold with cartoons for children and had added food flavors such as chocolate or raspberry. Really? Okay, maybe I missed the, hey, here's the chocolate hand sanitizer. These products could confuse, confuse, confuse. These products could confuse consumers into accidentally ingesting a potentially deadly product. Yeah, it could if they if you were actually an idiot. But I digress. So they're trying to uh, they're trying to make sure that people are aware of it. Okay, uh, hand sanitizers. Uh, need to be used if soap and water are not available and there has been reports 
several cases of methanol poisoning, some even fatal, caused by swallowing alcohol-based hand sanitizers. I would like to actually see those cases. We may have to dig into that a little bit more. I know it's Fat Pile Friday and we're getting through the headlines, but I would like to see the fatal cases that were caused by swallowing alcohol-based hand sanitizers. Uh, My guess is there's not a lot because when the story says several, (laughs) uh, is it two? Maybe three? I don't know that we have to be warned about it. I will say that some of the hand sanitizers that are too, too gooey, not gooey, that's not the right word. They're too soupy, too luby. You know, you can, you can quote me on that. Yeah, the, some of the hand sanitizers are too luby. You know, they're wet. I like the thicker ones, the thicker hand sanitizer. I have not seen the chocolate ones, so in the chocolate or strawberry ones. So if those exist, I may have to get those because you never know. I may want to eat them or my children may want to eat them. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Anyway, be careful. I'm not making fun. Be careful. Okay? It's dangerous out there. Dangerous. So I wasn't going to... We can. I wasn't going to talk about the RNC too much. <laughs> Thankfully, it's over. Oh my gosh! It's two weeks of two weeks of conventions. It did me in, man. It did me in. And now we're going to have you know the next sixty some odd days until the election, just full of full of this. And we're hopefully have a debate or two. Who knows? They're trying to get Joe Biden out of it. They're working on it, uh, trying to get him out of it because, because not because he couldn't do it. Of course, <laughs> that's just dumb. What do you drink hand sanitizer? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> it's because Trump lies. Oh, man, it's not because Biden couldn't do it. I mean, you watched Trump last night. Biden don't want none of that. There's no doubt about that. Uh, it's just, uh, Trump will do him in anyway. So, uh, you know, watch it. And Ivanka comes out. And, and she comes out to I'm Still Standing by Elton John. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I figured that's why we heard uh, Lee Greenwood for 80,000 times and loud. Because Elton's been pretty vocal about please don't use my songs. Don't use my song. I mean, he, Trump, Elton has turned down... Trump's invitation to perform at the inauguration in 2017. Uh, he signed, remember, the the letter with 50 other musicians that asked both parties not to use their songs without their permission. So I bet you Ivanka just paid the bill. Whatever it's going to cost, she just paid the bill. And it wasn't that long, so it was just like a one-time use pay the bill and be done with it so they couldn't be in trouble. Be, you know, Elton could be upset and the world could be upset. Oh, they're playing Elton John. They're playing Elton John. What are they doing? But, you know, the bill was paid and he got his money. And so we've moved on. But remember that, I mean, they had that big long letter to Republicans and Democrats asking them to stop using our songs without permission. Because when people, when you walk out on stage, no matter who you are, if they hear one of our songs, they think we're endorsing you. Well, Okay, 
the letter should have said, when you hear the entertainer's song next to a particular candidate, after you drink hand sanitizer, then you think I'm uh, endorsing the candidate. Okay. It's just, it's just ridiculous. But the thing that's killed me about I'm still standing <laughs> is now the since last night, all I've had in my head, and it's not even I'm still standing, it's just the Elton. I cannot get this silly song out of my head. Okay? I know. I know, I know, I know. And make no mistake. All right? Uh, I'd like to tell you that Elton, you know, sponsors this show and absolutely is uh is a big believer in chewing the fat but i can't because he's not that i know of that i know of he's not i'm guessing he's not i wish he was man i'm a fan i love you elton i do man huge fan but i'm with you i got you i got you dude you don't have to i'm I'm, make no mistake all right i get it you don't want to you know put your name you don't want to say that you're behind chewing the fat. I get it. Ticks me off, but I get it. And we had the other launch. I mean, speaking of Rocket Man, we'll get, maybe I'll give you a recap of the RNC again. I don't know. I don't know that I can do it. But the rocket that was supposed to go off uh, day before yesterday was postponed. And then it was supposed to go off today. And it was postponed. Now it's been postponed until Sunday, but there was already a rocket that was supposed to go off on Sunday. So that's been postponed. We don't know when it's going to go off. Okay. Well, keep an eye out. And uh, when you see something fly over, you go, oh, they finally got around to launching it. Great. Maybe we can finally get into space. That'd be great. And I see where the FCC is all behind these low altitude space satellites for i mean we we've got uh, this is a million dollar idea as as i'm reading the story about the fcc yesterday from a jeep pie i'm not eating pie a jeep pie is the head of the fcc anyway he uh he's talking about it and i think to myself you know we need to start a space junk dump truck company somebody's got to go up and get them Either just knock them back into the atmosphere so they burn up, pick them up, put them in the back of the dump truck, the space truck, bring them back, something. That's a, I mean, let's get get Elon on the phone. Get Elon, get Elon on the phone and let me uh, let me talk to him. Or maybe we can maybe we get uh, we get Bezos on the phone because he's you know Elon's kind of kicking his butt in the space deal. We get we get Blue Origin trash. Be kind of cool, right? Because Amazon, I mean, they're not, they're just released their, uh, yesterday they just released their uh, wearable wristband, the Halo wristband. And uh, it's good for cardio, it's sleep and heart rate and temperature. 
and it's so great. I mean, it uses built-in microphones to periodically listen to a user's voice and log their emotional state. It creates a 3D body scan using smartphone photos, then uses AI to calculate body fat percentage. And after five months, uh, uh, you know, here in the quarantine, you might need it. <laughs> it, uh, you know, so, man, do I hate TikTok, though. Man, do I hate TikTok knowing everything about me. But this Amazon Halo, don't worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Now, it doesn't have a screen. It's just a band you wrap around your wrist. You have to go to the, use the smartphone app to get all your information. And of course, of course, it's going to be safe. Duh. No one will ever be able to hack into that and learn everything about you. Duh. And it's going to be separate from the Amazon Prime account. And it's going to be four bucks a month. So just leave me alone. All right. You pay you four bucks a month on that. Plus you get the Prime. Because it's going to be separate. And nobody's going to hack into it. You're going to be safe. And it'll just know everything about you. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, Don't forget to get your uh, home smart devices from Amazon as well. (laughs) Uh, get that because uh, (laughs) you're going to need that and we got uh, telehealth and employer healthcare pharmacy delivery and grocery delivery and you know hopefully we just get it down to one thing so I don't have to have all these little things I just put the helmet on and I can do all of it right now one thing in my helmet let's put the helmet on Pull the screen down. And there's the screen. I can order everything I need from food. I can calculate my heart rate and my body fat percentage, which, you know, my body fat percentage is about 18. And uh, then just everything is right there on the screen. I'm all for it. And of course, of course, it's only, it's for my eyes only. (laughs) Duh. All right, let's just get the RNC out of the way here on Fat Pile Friday. Just a quick little recap of some of the things that happened. The J. Ron Smith man, uh, his title, Deputy Assistant to the President from Cleveland. Um, You know, his story is great, and he was a great guy. He didn't come off like the greatest, exciting speaker guy, but he was, you know, it was great. The story was great. Jeff Van Drew, the Democrat, now Republican from New Jersey. I don't think he should be able to do that. I mean, that's a cool little story. And Democrats do it to Republicans. Republicans do it to Democrats. And I just don't think he should be able to do it. When you're voted into office, if you want to change your uh, your affiliation, you should have to step down from your office and you know do another vote, which you know costs a lot of money. So maybe that's why they do it. They have uh, that St- uh, Stacia Brightman, the military apprenticeship program graduate. She was great. You know, was homeless, and because of Trump's program, she's great. Um, Dana White, UFC president, was awesome. I laughed a lot after the Sean Reyes uh, segment, the Utah Attorney General, where he talked about uh, meeting with Trump, and he was talking about serious stuff about, uh, 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 and uh, then he said uh, he couldn't believe when uh, President Trump summoned Ivanka. I just I couldn't get that out of my head because you know Trump does that all day, summons Ivanka. Where's Ivanka at? Somebody get Ivanka in here. You just know he does that. I can just, I can just picture it. Ann Dorn was awesome. The wife of the St. Louis police officer that was murdered, David Dorn. That story, I don't know how she got through it. I would have been crying my eyes out. 
Um, that story of her husband losing her life. And nobody cares. I thought Black Lives Mattered, but nobody cares. I mean, that she said that her grandson saw on a Facebook live stream his grandfather killed. He didn't know it was his grandfather, but he watched it. Wow. In, in, incredible. Ben Carson spoke. He's the head HUD secretary. You know who didn't speak? We had really Giuliani, Tom Carton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mullen Ellis Johnson. Yeah, she was great. Alice spoke. I'm surprised uh, Kim and... Well, Kim's having a little problem with Kanye now, and Kanye took some time off to be with the family from the campaigning. But, you know, that was a that was a Kardashian deal, Alice Johnson. I know Trump took care of it. I got it. It was great. But remember, Kim went to the White House and said... Um, Don, she needs to get out. And so she did. There's a video of her her calling her. It was just agonizing. And then uh, Ivanka. And oh, my favorite part of Ivanka. <laughs> it was when uh, her, her chest kept hitting the microphone. Okay, so I just want to, I went back. And because I wanted to get the audio of her chest, uh, you know, hitting the microphone. And the first time is a light touch. And it actually is her chest. The second time is the second and loudest time was a hand hitting it when she was speaking. And uh, the third time is just another light touch. But when I tweeted uh, last night during the convention, and you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR, uh, you know, Facebook and Instagram uh, is Jeff Fisher Radio, and uh, Parlor is, what is Parlor? Parlor is Jeff Fisher Radio too, I guess. Yeah, I didn't even uh, remember, but I had tweeted her about uh, w- during her speech after the third time. Ivanka, back it up a bit. Your chest s, s in parentheses keep keep hitting the mic. Well, it wasn't more than a couple of minutes later she actually moved the mic up. So somebody was watching my Twitter feed during the event, and I got to her in her ear. Hey, I. Move the mic. Your chest keep hitting the microphone. Um, and then Trump spoke. He was, you know, put on a great speech. And like I said, no way, no way Joe Biden wants any of that. Not a chance. Not a chance. Um, Barron, that guy, he looks eight feet tall. I don't, know, I don't know how old that kid is now. I mean, he's going through the growing spurt for sure. But he's, uh, you know, he's going to be a, he's going to be a monster. And uh, the fireworks were great. The Trump 2020 and the fireworks were great. And then the uh, Christopher Macchio, the opera singer, was great, even though I didn't know what he was doing there. But uh, I was hoping so much. You have no idea how I wanted to hear. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Placido Domingo. (laughs) I have no idea how. I wanted to hear that. I was, I was, when I heard the singing of the opera, I was like, no, that can't be because there's no way they let him there. No, I was, I was, I was right. It wasn't him. I just, it was just wistful thinking. I just really wanted it to be my main man, Placido Domingo. But I mean, he was an awesome singer and I couldn't, for the life of me, figure out why I was there. I guess he sang at the New Year's Eve party 2017 in New York. He's a New Yorker. So I don't know if Trump's his manager. 
I don't know if uh, Melania and him, uh, you know, get together for tea when she's in New York. I don't know. I don't know what he was doing there. But the entire time, all I heard was, Allow me to introduce myself. I am Placido Domingo. But, no, it was not meant to be sad. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, so, so good. While we're in the break room, let me remind you to subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Yeah, that's this podcast. Oh my gosh. So if you're listening to this right now and you're not a subscriber to the podcast, um, what are you doing with your life? Subscribe to the podcast. Hello. You've made it in this far. You know you're going to stick around. Just subscribe. Those of you that have already subscribed, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're already chewing the fat. Influencers, thank you so much. Appreciate it. So, remember that uh, you can pick any platform that warms your heart. I'm supposed to say warms your little cockles, but I don't know. Just whatever platform you want to use. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, whatever one. There's plenty more. And you should subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Then you're good. Thank you. Now you can rate and review it and comment and do all that kind of good stuff when you get around to it. But most importantly is the subscription. Same with YouTube. Okay? Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Same on YouTube. Just subscribe. Okay? Just subscribe and click the little notification bell so you get notified when new videos go up. Or you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR, Facebook and Instagram and parlor at Jeff Fisher Radio. I usually alert you when new videos go up on uh, on those platforms, but but just subscribe and click the little notification bell so you don't have to count on, you know, getting it from another platform. And then then you're done. You can, you know, rate and review and tell your friends and tell your family and tell your neighbors and tell all the people at work, everything. You can tell everybody later. But first and foremost is the subscription, okay? Then you're good. Okay. Okay, good. All right, let's get back to the fat pile. We had a lady, or a 19-year-old young lady. She was out for a jog in the Adirondack community of Old Forge. And who doesn't love to go out for a jog in Old Forge? Now you got nothing better to do. <laughs> up here in Old Forge. Let's go for a jog. Okay, no problem. So this lady... This 19-year-old was out for her jog, and oh my gosh, there's a bear. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to run away from the bear, and I'm going to run up this tree. Now, it's supposed to be the other way around. Humans are supposed to tree bears, right? Bears don't tree humans. Oh, but they treat this one. Uh, she spent the night in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So she didn't come home from her jog. And 
her parents were like, hey, what happened to our daughter? I guess I should call the police. And they did, and they were out searching for her. I didn't even find her. I didn't even know what tree she was up on until the morning time. But they did find her, and it's all good. Searchers found her about 10.30 the next morning. And I had a... Okay. Uh, it was a smart move. Smart move. Now, there's another bear story that is kind of questionable in my mind. So, the story is, is that this lady's on the phone to her father up at this cabin that they're in. So, it's in Canada, so I'm questioning the validity of the story. So, she's on the phone with her dad. Her kid's there, and she says, hey, go inside. Get me something. And she's telling her dad, yeah, the water line's broke. Hubby fixed it. And uh, I just wanted to call and say, and then the father hears gurgling sounds. And then I guess she was mauled to death from this bear. Now, I'm not laughing about the mauling. The lady died. It's very sad. What I'm asking is, they say in the story, the conservation officer said that the bear attack was unprovoked. He also said that the bear was not hungry and had a stomach full of berries. So what the hell? What the hell? That's my question. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, did she turn around and there the bear was and stepped on his toe or paw or hoof or whatever the bears have <laughs> or his tail or kick him in the face or did the kid piss the bear off? Cause apparently the kid was, you know, coming outside the cabin and saw what was going on. And then, uh, the dad hears mauling going on and all of a sudden she was, you know, there you go. Bad things happen. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. It sounds like a fishy storyline. Not a berry storyline, but a fishy storyline. Although I guess the son was a witness. So, I don't know. The, uh, okay, actually, it's just the husband. Uh, he called, the father called the daughter back. She didn't pick up, right? Well, she's being attacked by a bear. Duh. And so, uh, she calls husband. And uh, husband comes around. He called me back and told me Stephanie had been attacked by a bear. The bear wouldn't let her go. So he shot the bear until he let it go. So, I don't know if the wife, my thought is, is that, you know, it's possible. It's such a horrific thing. And I don't, I don't want to think something like this. I don't. I don't want to think something like this. But is it possible? You're on Fat Pile Friday. That the husband had something to do with it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What are you writing a Netflix show now? No, I'm sorry. I'm just asking a question. I'm just asking a question. The other question I'm asking myself is why am I not going through all my baseball cards and sports cards? Because I got them out and I started going through them and then there they sit. Because I'm, I I just, it was like, uh, they're cool. I kind of like having them. I like looking at them and I don't necessarily want to get rid of them. But then I see this story where Mike Trout, baseball player, his autographed 2009 Bowman Chrome Draft Prospect Super Factor Rookie Card. All right. The autographed 2009 Bowman Chrome Draft Prospects Super Factor Rookie Card sold at auction 
four three point nine three million dollars. <laughs> what? I mean, I gotta have a card worth more than a quarter, right? I mean, the biggest card before was three point one two million, which is for the nineteen oh nine Honus Wagner TO six card. And that was like three or four years ago. So wow. Three million, almost four million bucks for this card. Uh whoever bought this card. Whoever bought this card from Golden Auctions, uh, call me because I've got a deal for you on my trading cards. You and I can work out a deal, okay? It was graded the highest grade, perfect 10. Wow. Trout saw another one of his cards sell for 923000 back in May. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Okay. Recently, LeBron James saw one of his rare rookie cards sell for $1.8 million. LeBron James for $1.8 million. He probably bought that himself. James, who played for the Cavaliers at the time, signed the card and a patch from one of his jerseys was featured as well. Wow. I mean, whoever is paying this money for these items, call me because we can work out a deal for the stuff that I have. We've got uh, we've got some entertainment an entertainment pile within the actual fat pile inter- little entertainment pile inside the fat pile. Brad Pitt, new girlfriend, and uh, he's you know happy as a little clam. Fifty six year old Brad with the German model who is I think twenty six. We'll say you know what twenty seven. I'll make her twenty seven. Nicole Portoroleski. Uh, who isn't bad looking. And he went off to his uh, little chalet in France with her. And the ex-wife is pissed. She is not happy. So apparently this little chalet is, you know, where they got, where Angelina and Brad got married. And that was their little special place or supposed to be their special place. And in the midst of this breakup, they both want this place. So it's just sitting there. Uh, they're busy fighting over it. And Brad figures, well, guess I'll take the new girlfriend to France. <laughs> oh, I love him. And Angelina Jolie is not happy about it. And Brad is like, tough. So be prepared for that fight to continue on. Robert Downey Jr. wants to help out Johnny Depp. Bless his heart. He is going to give Depp a role uh, after the Amber Heard case. Uh, Robert Downey said, "Hey, uh, man, we need to we need to help my boy out." So Bob wants Johnny on board on the uh, Sherlock Holmes film. I guess you have to, right? I mean, you already got Judd Law. You got Rachel McAdams, who, by the way, is uh, you know. A, 
I love Rachel, and I hope that in this movie she can keep herself from looking at me while she's filming it. <laughs> well, embarrassing for us all. But, uh, I mean, you know, the wife is co-producing it, so he gets what he wants, right? I mean, he throws him a, a lifeline for a movie role. Why doesn't he just say, uh, you know what, you can be, uh, you know, it's too late now probably for the Perry Mason because that's a Downey Jr. thing too, Perry Mason on HBO Max. So, all right, we'll give you a part in the movie. But good for him. Good for him. You got Robin Williams, another documentary, uh, Last Days, about his struggle, the last few days. I, I, you know, I'm going to have to watch it because I love Robin Williams, but I don't want to because it's going to talk about his battle with the Louis body dementia and how bad he was and what he, what he felt like before he actually killed himself. And it's just going to be sad. Just let me be happy with Robin. Okay, please. Just let me be happy, please. And Jennifer Lawrence was out oh, and we were so happy to see her gosh darn it's the first time in months jennifer lawrence was spotted she was out for an afternoon outing with hubby and they were just out for the walk and they both had their masks on they both had a bottle of wine or champagne or whatever they were it looks like he has a bottle of wine she's got a bottle of uh, another bottle of wine or champagne he's got a pack of smokes it looks like she's got a purse so she's got her smokes in the purse so they're just out and about going for a little just a walk to the liquor store or the wine store so they can get back home and get back to drinking so good it was good to see her out <laughs> uh macaulay calkin uh just started trolling everybody um his uh his line was uh hey guys wanna feel old i'm 40 oh wow right i know it only went like that it was him that did it, okay? I mean, he tweeted out the thing. It's my gift to the world. I make people feel old. I'm no longer a kid. That's my job. Good for him. I like I like Macaulay. I would like to actually meet Macaulay. We should try to get him on Chewing the Fat. Congratulations to BTS. As long as we're in entertainment news here on uh, Chewing the Fat, we're in the entertainment pile here on Fat Pile Friday, BTS. Uh, congratulations to them. They broke the most viewed video record in 20, in the first 24 hours, right? 101 million views. Wow. That's, uh, I was going record. Pretty good. I know. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, 101 million views on your video in the first 24 hours. Yeah, that's a. That's not bad. That's not bad. And you can quote me on that. And uh, more news on my girl, Ellen, and your girl, Ellen. Uh, she's done, right? You know she's over. You know it's over. This story talks about plastic surgery and fillers and neck lift and more. Now, in this story, I wish I would have had this story. If you On my YouTube channel, I posted a... Uh, I'm doing a new deal on my YouTube channel, something called Microwave Minute. And I'm going to start doing, you know, I'm going to start doing some more. But I posted the first one a couple days ago. You should, you know, go and, and watch it and subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's called The Microwave Minute. It's on Ellen and why I think Ellen should be in jail and what a horrible person she is. And I didn't have this story when I did The Microwave Minute. 
the plastic surgery story is fantastic. Now, of course, she's had plastic surgery. You can tell. I mean, she had the fillers. She had the shot. I don't know that she had any cuts, but she might have had some tightening going on. Anyway, the the story is from a plastic surgeon who's not her doctor. <laughs> I mean, I've never worked on Ellen, but you can tell that, you know, I mean, maybe some of his buddies have and he knows. I don't know. But it's just like anything we can do to beat up Ellen, she's done. You know that. She's done. You might as well just give it a rest on the Ellen thing. I don't care if you don't like her, you like her, whatever. She's done. I mean, the quote from the doc is, although I've not worked on Ellen, looking at recent photos, It does appear she's done some work. Really? Okay, thanks, Doc. I mean, I could figure that one out. Just amazing. On top of which, we're supposed to feel bad. We're supposed to go, oh my gosh, Ellen DeGeneres, she's was came off as so nice and now she's had plastic surgery. I hate her. That's what we're supposed to feel. Stop it. So we can head over to the coronavirus COVID-19 pile. It's not real thick today, but there are some stories there. In Poland, they have closed its borders and suspended flights. Uh, yeah, they've, uh, they've suspended uh, flights in Poland for uh, 46 countries. Oh, okay. France, Spain. Uh, no, you're not going to Poland. Uh, what about what about Romania? Yeah, no, you're not going to Poland either. Croatia, Montenegro, Mexico, Brazil, Israel. Yeah, you're not going to Poland. United States, you got to let United States in. Yeah, no, no, sorry, sorry. We got a spike in infections, and we are banning flights from the from 46 countries. And the ones I mentioned, of course, are on the list. I go down the list of the 46 countries. If you're listening to this show and you're not in France, Spain, Mexico, Brazil, Israel, United States, Romania, Croatia, and Montenegro, email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Let me know what country you're in. Because then I'll let you know if your country is on the list from Poland. That as of September 2nd, okay, so you still got time. You can sneak in. <laughs> and I don't know. Like, if they're not letting countries fly in, can you fly to another country and then zip in in a car? I don't know. And why would you want to? Then there's a story that says the odds of catching COVID-19 on an airplane are slimmer than you think. Uh, Really? Well, uh, according to scientists, uh, it's, uh, there has been very few documented cases of in-flight transmission. Chances of catching COVID-19 while on board a flight are actually relatively thin. Okay, if you say so. I don't know that I would believe all of that, but they have the numbers. They have the numbers. And I'm sure that the airlines are reporting those 100%. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. We started off the show warning you about hand sanitizer now we find out because people were drinking flavored hand sanitizer and the fda wanted to warn us about it well now according to a united kingdom ministry of defense release 
scientists have found that an ingredient in mosquito spray can kill COVID-19. Don't drink it. Okay? Don't drink it. And apparently the military's been using it. They spray it on their uh, on their on their stuff and on the military stuff, and it kills the virus. So it's a citridial, C I T R I O D I O L, citriodial, citriodial, and uh, it you know it works. Just don't drink it. So I guess it they've been using it apparently to provide a protective layer against the virus and now they're saying hey you know there's a pretty good chance (laughs) this stuff could kill it so we got that going for us okay i'm all for it it makes you want to go out and get some mosquito repellent and spray it around but don't drink it okay don't make me get the fda after you all right just another coronavirus story as we head into this portion of chewing the fat the cdc yesterday the health agency's director tried to clarify uh, his recent comments i don't know if we got to it on this show or it's been so i've been doing pat all week and i did uh, steve dace on monday and i forget what you know what show i talked about what on but the cdc had talked about uh hey, you know not everyone who's exposed to the virus needs to get a test hey, don't worry about it If you've been exposed to someone, you know, the contact tracing, you don't need to get a test unless you're, unless you have symptoms. Well, now they're trying to walk that back. Uh, uh, you know what may, you may be considered for anyone who come into close contact with someone infected, you should probably be considered to be tested. I'm still saying the same thing there, CDC, but they're catching heat for it, man. Just, (laughs) it's just amazing and i see uh okay one more one more here on the fat pile as far as the coronavirus is concerned dr fauci had talked about uh it would be uh you know not a good idea to have a vaccine before the first of the year why not it's just about the testing right well if we get the testing if we speed sped up the testing then everything else can speed up and that's one thing that trump is doing and i doubt that it's going to happen because of the testing and the process you're looking at the first of the year probably earliest for a vaccine but i see trump last night in his speech you know throw the line out there of maybe even before and that's just to that's just to piss people off and it worked it worked i see where jim gaffigan the comedian man i didn't realize that guy hated trump so much but he's on a tear against trump so be ready for him to take a big punch. He's been taking it. If you follow him on Twitter, you can uh, you can follow him because he is uh, he doesn't seem to like Trump too much. He doesn't seem to like Trump too much. In fact, I should probably just read you one tweet about uh, let's see from Jim Gaffigan. This is last night. Heading to bed, but remember, if you want to sound crazy, please tell me about the deep state. To sound stupid, please be against cancel culture, but then accuse anyone with an opinion of virtue signaling. Trump derangement syndrome is meant to distract from the con of Don. And, I mean, it gets worse than that. So, uh, Jim has taken a big battle heat on that from uh, from many 
people. In fact, uh, he's falling apart. I mean, he replied to one guy, Hey, you, Chad. In case you didn't notice, 180,000 people have died in the country as being run by a con man who's trying to convince half the country that the suburbs are about to be set on fire. A lie. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Jim, but the suburbs are starting to burn. I'm sorry. No, just the inner cities. What am I thinking? What am I thinking? Sorry about that. So, Chad, what did Chad say to get Jim all wound up? It's like he just found out about politics and he's 12 Facebook groups deep into anti-Trump conspiracy. Give him a few days. He'll tire himself out. <laughs> and that was his response to another Gaffigan tweet about how bad Trump is. And then now his response is, hey, f- you, Chad. <laughs> okay, Jim. No problem, buddy. We got you. The Pope is at it again. He has come out and said, pandemic reveals unjust wealth inequality that cries out to heaven. Thank you, Pope Francis. Thank you. It does reveal one thing about the wealth inequality is that uh, the people who need jobs to survive are being locked out of those jobs, Pope. How about cry into that? How about cry a little bit of that? Instead of just worrying about the rich guys. I mean, that's the deal with the... I can't take the people that are putting the guillotines around the streets. I told you, I told you it's it's going to happen soon. Soon. And I don't want I don't want it to happen. I do not want it to happen. But it's going to happen. Somebody is going to get their head cut off with these guillotines. And it is a good question that I saw asked, or I, you know, I read asked. Uh, I read from someone asking the question, right? That's anyway. Uh, where are they coming from? Is there a guillotines are us? Is there? Uh, I mean, it looks like the last one they showed put, putting together in front of Bezos's house in D.C. the second time, by the way. Uh, that uh, it looks like they're putting it together right there from IKEA. I didn't see a box, but they didn't quite have it all 100%. The one girl was like, yeah, I think that's it. That doesn't work there like that. Uh, that's how uh, bookshelves fall from Ikea. Ah, you don't need that screw. Don't worry about it. It's fine right there. That shelf is fine just like that. Mm, maybe not. So somebody's going to happen. And if they're going to say that... It, now, that brings me to... Then they'll say it was an accident. Oh, we didn't mean to. Gosh darn it. It just slipped. But it is going to happen. And the protests in front of uh, Jeff Bezos's house with the guillotine second time since June. They're putting the guillotine out there because they're mad. They want uh, increased hazard pay. They released a press release uh, about the protest and it included 10 demands for Amazon, including uh, they wanted to provide personal protective equipment and sanitation to employees. I I, I'm guessing that companies do that, right? I mean, I can't, I can't believe that Amazon doesn't provide that, but it's possible that they don't. They wanted to have increased hazard pay. They wanted to provide retroactive 100% pay for unpaid time used and sick pay since March 1st. And 
a $30 minimum wage for hourly workers. The group, the Congress of Essential Workers, TCOEW, then led a chant, if we don't get it, we shut it down. If we don't get it, we shut it down. Okay, good luck. You know, this group was organized by a guy that got fired from Amazon, a Chris Smalls, I believe his name is. And he, uh, he wants, uh, he wants Bezos gone. He wants to shut down everything. One of the flyers that was circulating, I don't know that it was from Chris from the, uh, TCOEW, but, uh, that flyer said, end the abuse of profiteering abolish the police, the prisons, and Amazon. Oh yeah, okay, good. Good. Another flyer talked about abolish the present, reconstruct our future. Yeah! And they were protesting in front of uh, Bezos' D.C. home with the guillotine. They were also protesting in front of his New York home. I don't think they had a guillotine there, and there's no telling where Jeff is. So while I kind of disagree with Jeff's little Black Lives Matter uh, comments and he doesn't care if he loses customers, if you don't support Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, I do think that uh, he provides a pretty good service. And so there is that. Also uh, in the fat pile, Kim Jong-un's younger sister, Kim Yo-jung, may be in control of the country because Kim is dead. So there's no proof of that. And there's no proof that she has taken control of the regime. But they think because Kim has vanished from public view that her brother Kim is dead and that she's taken more control of the regime. Okay, maybe he's not dead. Maybe he's in a coma. Who knows? But Kim could be in charge because Kim is dead. You know, I I don't know what's going on over there. There are a bunch of wackos. But it does, they're saying that because we haven't seen Kim, he's either in a coma or dead. And because we haven't seen the other Kim, so she, that means that she's taken more power. Well, in my view, if Kim was taken over from Kim, wouldn't we see Kim more because Kim would want you to know that she is in charge over Kim, right? Sure. Sure. Uh Uh-huh. And I'll leave you with uh, a thought from at fact something to chew on here on chewing the fat fat pile friday thank you so much for coming along for the ride today never lie to someone who trusts you and never trust someone who lies to you well doesn't everybody lie doesn't everyone lie i guess that's another question for the ages we started off with a question for the ages we'll end with a question for the ages Doesn't everyone lie?